first reading is from the prophet Jeremiah. He is not having a good day. And he lets God know it. You duped me, O Lord, and I let myself be duped. Jeremiah has been called by God to proclaim the word of God to the people of Israel. And so he does, but it is not well received. He reports, the word of the Lord has brought me derision and reproach all the day. Jeremiah has had enough. He is ready to quit being God's prophet. However, in the final verse of our reading, Jeremiah seems to surrender to God once more. While he would like to forget God, God's call surges up to him again like fire burning in my heart. Now, two months ago on our Sunday readings for June 25th, our first reading was also from Jeremiah, and it came right after this passage, so we got a little follow-up to what happened here. And what two months ago, what was said was, Jeremiah has gone back to proclaiming God's word. It still not earned him any friends, but he is able to say, the Lord is with me like a mighty champion. I think Jeremiah can provide a valuable model for us as disciples today. Each of us has been called by God to serve. We have a mission, a purpose. In a few moments, this young lady will be baptized, and then I'm going to put some oil of chrism on her. And as I say, as I do that, listen to the words. It's, she's anointed priest, prophet, and king to share in the ministry of Jesus. She may be totally unaware of it, but she too has a mission from the Lord. Now, there will be times when it will be not easy carrying out our mission from the Lord, and we may feel like quitting. Pay attention to the fire burning in our heart, that spark from God that will not go out, and trust that God is with us and carry on. Riley O'Shea and the rest of the seminarians for our diocese have returned to Sacred Heart Seminary in Detroit to resume their studies for the priesthood. They have experienced the call of the Lord, have faced obstacles to that call, and are continuing to persevere because of that fire burning in their hearts and trusting that God is with them. Now, Riley was ordained a transitional deacon on May 13th. He is preparing to be ordained a priest on June 8th. So he is functioning now as a deacon at St. Mary Magdalene in Brighton. Um, but that type of deacon is, again, it's called a transitional deacon because it's on his way to becoming a priest. This past Tuesday, the candidates for the permanent diaconate for the Diocese of Lansing received the right of lectorate at the cathedral. Now, for them, they will be deacons permanently. Um, and uh, so they are, are most often married men who are discerning the call to serve the Lord as deacons in our parishes. 
Now, I'm grateful to the deacons of our parish. I see Deacon Andy. Where did I see him? Right over here, Deacon Andy. Um, Deacon John McCarthy is at Fairview. And then Deacon Bob Bauer. I'm grateful to them and their spouses and families for their service. And I invite other men in our parish to consider whether they might be called to serve as a deacon. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Now today, September 3rd, is the Feast of St. Phoebe. We don't know a lot about her except for this passage from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 16. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a deaconess of the Church of Santrea. Please welcome her in the Lord as saints should. If she needs help in anything, give it to her, for she herself has been a help to many, including myself. Besides being actively involved in the local church, it appears that Paul entrusted Phoebe to deliver his letter to the Romans. She would have traveled more than 750 miles from Centrea to Rome, crossing the Ionian Sea to meet with the Christian community. Pope Francis has created a commission to study the history of women deacons in our church. The possibility of women deacons could be discussed at the upcoming synod in Rome this fall. Our second reading today is taken from Paul's letter to the Romans, and I think it's pertinent. He writes, do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. The question of who is to called to serve as a deacon is one that will require much discernment. Now, on this feast day of St. Phoebe, I think it is a very good day to thank all the women of our parish, those who serve on our staff for our parish, our school, our child care, all who serve on our councils and commissions, our liturgical ministers, our catechists, our groups and committees. The witness of your faith inspires me and is invaluable to our parish. Now, For all of us, women and men, boys and girls, may the call of Jeremiah and the call of St. Phoebe be valuable reminders to us that each of us has been called by God to serve. We have a mission, a purpose. There will be times when it is not easy when we will feel like quitting, pay attention to the fire burning in your heart, that spark from God that will not go out, and trust that God is with you.